Welcome back to Going Long on First. Uh, this is an odd intro to do tonight. <laughs> uh, was feeling very excited about tonight and what this 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 episode would bring. But we're we're starting off Monday night as usual, and of course, by the time everybody hears this, we'll have heard the news on uh, Demar Hamlin, Bill Safety. Currently, as we sit here, uh, play has been suspended for the game Monday night. Bills Bengals in the first quarter still, after a scary injury with Hamlin on the field, uh, ambulance had to come out. I, I think they were out there for a good 15, 20 minutes before they were able to get him into the ambulance and off the field. So a scary situation, and uh, that's what we've been doing pretty much all pre-pod. Uh, right as we were getting ready to get on and start, this happened. So postpone, and we kind of had to keep a watchful eye. So we'll see what happens as the night goes. Um, hopefully all is well there and nothing uh serious comes out of it but we'll see i'm sure everybody will be updated as the night goes which is why we shall just talk about some games that happened hopefully you know i mean it's temporarily suspension maybe if the game comes back on we can talk about it again correct uh yeah well yeah odd very good good thoughts good thoughts only uh but you're right owen uh of course we will do our fastest 60 minutes. Got some good games to cover. Maybe uh, probably my favorite game of the season as well. Uh, of course, we'll do our top five. And then uh, one with a little trivia, as always. As always. But without further ado, let's get into it. Fastest 60 minutes in sports. Were you about to intro the line is right? Uh yes and no. It popped into the back of my head. It sounded it sounded like it was starting to dance out of your mouth there. Uh you know, it's just so good. It's so catchy, you know? To do it every week, which we do. It is. It quite is. And we'll get there. We'll get there. You said you mentioned that your your possibly your favorite game of the season was this week? Yeah, game, Saints what Eagles. Game are you talking about? Favorite game of the season. Oof. Oof. Nah. Way to kick a man while he's got a sandwich uh, being eaten currently. Or a taco. My it looks like a tortilla. <laughs> uh, Packers-Vikings, of course, Owen. You know, probably our biggest rival. Especially in this area. I consider them our biggest rival, competitive-wise, too. But we're close to the Minnesota border, so there's a lot of Vikings fans in this area. Uh so probably to me probably our biggest rival, wouldn't you say? 100%. It's nearly uh because well, I, I mean our area is about an hour away from the Minneapolis St. Paul metropolitan area and uh, a little farther away from Green Bay, but you know what? I don't care. This is my state. I get to choose what team I get to root for, Seth. Damn it. 
And I don't want no Vikings fans up in my mentions because their team is what, Seth? I think, um, I don't think it's, it's not a, what's the word? Well, it's fraud. Fraud's the word <laughs> I'm talking about. <laughs> oh, there you go. Uh, not to kick them again. Again, not to kick them while they're down, actually. You said it was your favorite game. I would say every single possible thing that could go the Packers' way finally did. This was about the only game all year it did. Otherwise, it, it seemed the opposite, and uh, we'll, we'll take it. it. Just chalk it up to one of those blowout losses for the Vikings. Only four of them. No. Um. Yeah, I mean, I could sit and talk about this game all night. It was... The one thing that I'll have to say, because I'm curious on Jeremy's opinion. I, I want to know what he thought about Jair and, and JJ and stuff like that. You know, Jair being a average corner or whatever Jeremy likes to call him. He's a top five corner in the league, and he showed why. <laughs> he showed why. Uh, the one thing, the thing I liked the most and felt the best about with this game is we didn't have to win with Aaron Rodgers. If you get what I'm saying there. So just not saying we won despite Rodgers, because that's not true, but we didn't have to win with Aaron Rodgers carrying the team. So a, a lot, a lot of these games towards the end of the season and in, in years past is Rodgers just putting up insane numbers and has to, and pretty much superhero ball and just doing everything himself. He was he was able to just kind of sit back and enjoy the ride for this one almost. Watching Nixon take it, watching all those picks, watching Savage take it, watching Perfect. Mason hit a 56-yard field goal. I mean, his the only 50-plus yard he's attempted this year, I think, isn't it? His first one he's made for sure. But I think I you mean, might be right as well. To have your first quarter, you don't have to score an offensive touchdown, and you're still up fourteen to three. I think that's pretty, pretty uh, spectacular for the old man. He deserved it. He deserved a little bit of a a breather yeah. there. Aaron Jones running all over daylight. He doesn't miss when the holes are open, does he? He's always you don't miss running. the hole, Owen. He never misses the hole. That's the guy right there. That's the man, and he's still playing hurt. Yeah, but like every three plays, he he would run like three straight, and then he'd come off, and he'd be limping, or they'd be checking him out. And then he'd go straight back into the game. It was crazy, crazy rotation. Offense was, I wouldn't say dominant. I'd say if there was anything that needed help, or needed, you know, it was probably the weakest unit of the three. It and was, but still, you still win forty-one seventeen. And they, you know, I, they probably coasted in the second half. You know, they, they, I think they scored, what, two touchdowns in the second half to kind of just seal the deal. Right. But for the most part, they coasted. I mean, just a dominant victory on all ends. Other than the blocked punt, that was probably the only real negative of the game. But Packers defense stepped up. Jair shut J.J. down. I mean, they shut the Vikings offense down. It was, I mean, just the perfect game all around. It, it just, you know, I mean, it, you it, showed, love, it showed true colors. You always love to see a guy talk endless amounts of smack during the week and then fully back it up. Yes, come game 100%. Day. 
because he was getting called out a little bit for that, a little bit out of pocket. And uh, once it came game day, it didn't matter. It was, and this is the question for Jeremy now that he's he's uh, successfully put the kid down and ate a taco or two. Refueled. <laughs> to Jair's press coverage on Jay Jet is that the the answer to Justin Jefferson? It seemed like he'd get punched in the mouth and he just couldn't couldn't figure right it out. Right in the mouth. No, I'm times. not saying. And I and obviously I love Jair, and you know our bias takes at least a little bit bias takes on how good we think he is. This is probably like by far his best game of the year against his toughest competition. Um. But it just felt like he was sticky for sure. But it, it was just that those simple presses right on the line of scrimmage just kind of slowed yeah. everything down for him. It really did. Yeah, it was. Oh, and are you that... talking about that sticky, icky, icky? Ooh, wee. Um, my, my, oh, and you text me. Um, you text me in the group chat about that. Now, my immediate thought about it was I imagine that field's probably not great conditions. And he his footing looked terrible, if I'm being completely honest. Now, kind of took me back a little bit to that snow game that the Eagles played him when we had LaShawn McCoy just absolutely go off on the Lions. And then he did the same thing with the Bills later on in his career. And there was I remember players talking about like the dude was wearing like inch long spikes, right? <laughs> but um JJ just looked like he couldn't get any Footing, which didn't help in it at all. And then I know, I think it was O'Connell talking about it after the game, and he made the comment. And I'm not here to make excuses for the guy, but um, right. It seemed like it all played in Jair's favor for sure. Oh man, she agrees. <laughs> and then uh, there she is. There she is. She agrees. But um, no. Long story short, your guys' defense definitely outperformed their offense, and I think that was like the highlight of it and the low light for the Vikings. Uh, low light. Does this, to uh, the least. Jeremy, does this change your opinion on the Vikings at all? Not really, if I'm being completely honest. Um, this is kind He's of gonna the put Vikings him in his up. top five, Owen. He might. I mean, they belong there, <laughs> they're a top five team in the league. But That's anyways, ridiculous. It's not, Seth. If you roll with the Packers in the top five, then we got a problem. Which you're probably going to do because drugs are bad. But my point being is, um, not as ludicrous as the Vikings in the top five. Not at all. Not at all. The thing about the Vikings is, I've been saying it all year. It's not so much the total product; it's the the ingredients into the product, which is, I mean, resulting in a very good product. Where they twelve and four right now? Yes, yes, they are still. I mean, it's they're hard. out of contention for the one seed now, but I mean, they're still. It's hard to deny a team that has been the best play- team on the field twelve times. You know what I mean? True. That's the thing with. I mean, we make jokes with the fraudulent alert, at least to a certain extent. Um, but I feel like because they've won eleven games by one possession, I feel like that part is just so unsustainable. Um, they're they're making it work, but that's the part that worries me. I guess when you're coming into nothing but tight games in the playoffs, right? Maybe one or two blowouts a year, and uh, so that's the part that that worries me. And then they come out against a probable playoff team now, I guess. And uh, 
I don't know. And then, and then again, it's just not, there's not, there's not much you can gather. You know, you can feel good about the Packers and the Vikings suck, but there's nothing specific you can point to because everything just went wrong. So, and I guess here would be my point on what you said there, Owen. I had said this a couple of weeks ago. Say the Vikings go on to win the NFC. Well, say they go on to win the NFC title and the one Super Bowl, right? When we look back on the season, no one's going to be like, remember when the Packers blew them out? Because nobody's going to care. You know, ultimately, is it is it a big blemish on their record? Yeah, it looks kind of goofy right now. And obviously, they they do fall into that goofy spot with they're not winning by big margins, which whatever. I mean, now that could be either a sign of a clutch team, which to say that with Kirk Coupons is wild. But um, at the same point in time, I mean, it definitely has – it says something. For sure, for sure. I mean, that's – hey, that's what we get. We – we needed the win, okay? Halfway there, Seth. On to victory. Win and in. I'm feeling good about next week, too. Feeling good. And then the Vikings are, you know, all they have to do is beat the Bears, I think, and they got the two seed. But, uh, right? No. Does it matter what happens with the Niners? Because they would have the You're same You're probably record. right. Because now they, I think the Niners do have the tiebreaker. And so do the Eagles, obviously. So one of them would have to lose. Vikings have to win. I don't know. The Eagles winning these days doesn't look good. The cold streak to end all cold streaks. Will they ever recover from this? I don't know, Seth. The silence is deafening. (laughs) He's technical difficulties. He shot um, us out. Uh, yeah, while while we wait for Jeremy to get back, I guess let's just sum this up real quick. Hey, Tiffany. Ah, <laughs> oh, man, you know the the life of a of the pod father. I tell you. Well. Uh Anyways, yes. So, any last notes? I know we didn't dig into it a lot, but I don't know if we need to. Other than it's just uh, was a great game for the Packers, and uh, better luck next year, Minnesota. Also, I mean, I thought I've seen bad kickoff coverage from the Packers in the past few years, but I think that might be the worst I've ever seen from the Vikings on that specific one. There were a couple. Uh, it was bad. They didn't even get blocked out of the way. They just ran the opposite yeah. direction once they got down. How many? How many plays even separated that from the block punt to the kick return touchdown? Um. That was it, I think. It was the three plays to uh and then they kicked the field goal on fourth and three or whatever it was. And then it was that kickoff. I mean, talk about the extreme low Four light plays. to the extreme highlight, you know what I mean? Like bang, okay. bang. It yeah. was it was funny. We were watching that and I, I made the comment like uh way to have your, your special teams lose you the game and then bang, I was like, way to have your special teams win you the game real fast. Um the only thing I would even add is if you guys want any type of like run at the postseason or postseason success, you guys got to get big games. I was it Preston Smith, uh, Walker had a pretty damn game. The front seven played really good for you guys, like to be completely yes. honest. You guys need a ton 100%. more of that, and then you guys got to establish the run the way you did. Aaron Jones looked like that fucking dude. You know what I mean, like he really, I've always been a big so Aaron Jones fan, and I mean, uh, Dylan kept it kind of he kept it kind of spicy with like the you know, the thunder to the lightning there. Um, but, I mean, 
that was what kept it in because Owen, I mean, you said it earlier. This wasn't Rodgers coming out and winning the game. And I mean, Rodgers didn't even really play a impressive game at all. You know what I mean? So you got to get that out of the front seven. You got to get that out of the running game. And if you do that, you guys could be, I mean, with a Hall of Fame quarterback at the helm and then that performance out of, because the running game is also part of the uh, offensive lineman. I mean, you get the front seven playing like that. And then Jair makes this job easier. And then Savage had a good game too. You start to put, put that all that together, I mean, you guys can make a run. Yeah. Yep. Hey, ready for it. Ready for it. Now, I guess the only thing I'd add on the other end is Kirk Coupons has got to show up when it's not noon o'clock. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> holy crap, guy. Like, if these dudes want to do anything, they got to start doing something because it's like – and I don't know. I, I made the comment a while ago. I think it was just when Seth and I were on. Delvin Cook this year It just feels like every now and then he pops off for this, like, 70-yard touchdown. But then at other times it's like, oh, I had nine carries for 27 yards, three yards of carry. Like, it just yep. seems like it's every other week with him. And I, I'm getting to the point where it's like, that's your running back next year? Or are you going to have, like, a full committee? Um, because Madsen had just about as many carries as him and looked a lot better. It's almost like the Zeke-type feel with the Cowboys, where Pollard's, like, more of that guy than Zeke. But, I mean, Cook's not old, so I don't know. And uh, it was, like – A lot of injuries, perfect. though, for Cook. Yeah, I mean, Could yeah, be catching up was, a little bit. The whole thing to me was kind of the perfect storm for the Packers to just annihilate them at home. And it really snowballed quickly for the Vikings. I mean, what were you guys up like 14, like nothing or 14 to three fast? Because they scored first on that block field goal, block punt. So you guys were up 14 to three and then just kept it going, you know? So, but anyways. All right. I just, uh, you know. These moments make you want this to happen every week. <laughs> Making Jeremy eat it? Is that what you're saying? No, 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 no. Just, you know, a, a, a nice uh, drubbing at home on a Sunday afternoon. Just needed it. Yeah, we were sick of the close games. Uh, sick yeah. of it, just needed Minnesota was too, victory. obviously. They're sick of the close games too. No, I feel like that makes karma, karmic retribution makes next week is going to be a shootout, like almost undoubtedly for me. So, most likely. Most we'll goes. likely. All right, Jeremy, let's go on to brighter days, eh? For you, just kidding. Not this week. Um, <laughs> let, let's jump over to this Philly game quick. Uh, Philly, New Orleans, I know everybody wants to hear your takes on this game. And why Jalen Hurts is the real MVP? A- anything to take away from this game? I I know I've seen that. Seen that. What was that? Good old Chris Sims just lighting up on his just podcast. Just f bomb after f bomb. Yeah. About what? Yeah. Today. It's almost, it's almost like he feels like ESPN, a F Sports Center, and blah blah blah. He's saying about what? His Jalen take with Gardner can be just as good. And then look at the Eagles over the last two games without Jalen. Oh, and two. Oh, so he's getting torched and he didn't like it. Is that what is? Yeah. Going to... Yeah. He got cooked and he's not liking it. Um, I'll make this short and sweet because there's not really much to say. When you don't have the most important right tackle to ever play football, I said it. The what? When most important right tackle to play football. Oh. 
when he's out. I thought you said left tackle. Right tackle. When you have your backup quarterback in, when Josh Sweat, one of your best pass rushers, goes down pretty early, you're without your nickel corner, who's a big part of your defense. Although Scott played really well. And then, not not even that, but to add on to that, the play calling was pretty poor in this game. Um, and the offensive line, I mean, Jason Kelsey's reaction after the game really goes to show that they were not impressed with the offensive line. When it's when it's all a big mesh like that, and it looks like shit, yeah, what do you expect? Um, plus, you let your quarterback get sacked six times. We got six sacks as well. This is four straight games with six sacks. First. The, the defense... Honestly, other than – so we opened up allowing a 15-play drive for a touchdown to Andy Dalton, which is a fucking joke. But outside of that, outside of probably the first quarter, I'd say maybe in the uh, – the first half, I guess, but mainly the first quarter, outside of that, the defense actually played pretty well. Okay, I, I will give them that. They played pretty well. Josiah Scott got the pick. We had six six sacks. T.J. Edwards was all over the field. Uh, Hargrave was in the backfield a lot. Absolutely, and ship. They both play well. Um, but when you just we we were like at we were at like fifteen pass passing attempts before we ran the ball. Like what felt like once at all. So you got you know Pro Bowl Miles Scott only getting twelve carries and pretty much all of them coming in the second half. What do you expect? I don't know. It was the play calling was poor. Gardner Minshew is very much a backup. Um, the offensive line did not play well. And, I mean, anytime you get beat by Andy Alton, it, it doesn't feel nice, especially at this point in his career. But um, Jalen's looking like he's probably going to play next week. It sounds like the Giants, uh, Dave all said that they're not benching starters. They're going to they're not wrestling anybody. They're going to play him. So, I imagine it's going to be like a regular game for both teams. They kind of have to play Jalen. Like, he has to be in there. So, the game actually is kind of turning into pretty important next week. Now, um. If you get up big in the first two quarters, do you start to sit, guys? Yeah, I absolutely do. Um, but no, I no. This one was not interesting at all. If I'm being completely honest, not a fun game to watch. Not no. even for a Saints fan, probably. Um, probably not. With uh, you know, was it confirmed? I think Jalen is coming back this week, right? That was the. It looks like, kind of yeah, I'm sure they're, they'll do what it takes. He's trending to play, is what I reckon. And especially in the sense that they need it for the first round by, I'd imagine they're going to put him out there. Um, what are you, what, how are the vibes? Is Jalen coming back and then it's just all, all, all go on the, on all the sunshine and daisies? Giants, are, Giants, I guess, are locked in. They don't really have anything to play for. They, yeah, they don't. Giants don't at all. That's what makes it a little goofy is because the Giants are realistically playing for nothing. <laughs> um, right. Hey, I got I got to let her get her shakes too. Um, yes. The Giants are playing for nothing, and we're playing for that first-round bye, which looks really important now. Two weeks ago when we dropped the game to the Cowboys, didn't look that important, but now it looks really important. So, yeah, I mean, I, I honestly think I'm rolling out – Everything next week, in my opinion. I don't care if the Giants play the backups or not. I'm going on with everybody. Sealing the game up early, coasting in the end. Hopefully getting no injuries because, I mean, the sweat one was kind of 
shook things up. It was a neck injury. He went out in an ambulance. I mean, straight to the hospital. Um, he did, did that... tweet shortly. What's up? How was the? What was the update on that? He tweeted that he will play again this season. Is what he said. Oh, okay. So probably yeah. playoffs. Yeah. So he'll. I mean, that's where the body becomes important because you give him lane some extra time. You you know you get Jalen an extra week for for rest. I mean that's that's always good. So no um. I would say the silver lining in this is um, the silver lining is in this is now they're pissed off, right? Seeing Jason's re- reaction after the game, um, Kelsey, seeing the way that I mean Sirianni, everybody reacted after the game, they're pissed off. So now it's like, hey, now you got something to prove that you're not just gonna coast into the playoffs. You know, now you got something to prove. So I guess the silver lining in it is maybe firing them up for the playoffs, which would could turn into a run. Because we started the season hot. You know, you want to end the season hot. But this could start the playoffs hot right here. So that's the silver lining in it. And, I mean, I'm – it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Nice. Top ten show of all time. Uh, 100%. All right. Beautiful, Jeremy. Uh, can't do a Eagles take without you. So. <laughs> Physically impossible. It really, really is. I don't think it would make sense, Seth. It it wouldn't. It would be like you talking about the Packers. It just doesn't make sense. (laughs) I mean, I could do it. I think I could pull it off. I wouldn't go down probably the way that specifically you would want it, Seth, but I think I could pull it off. Yeah, I know. You would say Rodgers is this and that, and Jair's this and that, and the only good player is Aaron Jones and blah, 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 blah. Just like yeah, Roger like said, Ra- blah, 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 I blah, liked blah. Ra- hey, I liked Razul before you guys even knew who Razul was. That right? is correct. That's true. And then you tossed him, you know, to the streets. Like he was I running. didn't. I oh, didn't. All right, all right. Well, we give, hey, we, Eric Rowe kind of got the same treatment out of us. And then he Here's, the thing. And Here's the thing about your Packers coverage is you just wouldn't be able to provide us with the latest Matt Schneidman knowledge. Um, just like we wouldn't be able to provide uh, – Eagles knowledge from at Philip Lee special on Twitter. <laughs> you know, future Eagles so inside that on us. Yeah. <laughs> That's the name of Jeremy's next kid. Everybody. Confirmed. Lee special. That is nor that is not confirmed. Um, <laughs> Seth, that is not factual. That the child is yet to be named. Okay? Sorry. Right. Reports. <laughs> re- reports suggest. That Philip Lee special is a in consideration. Philip Lee special questionable going into this weekend's <laughs> matchup. All right, I'm good. This that it was it was fun fun to see the Saints. You know, knock out a Titan. Now give me the next game. You know we needed that, but with the with the commies losing, we ended up didn't even matter for us. So. Yeah. Uh, all right, we could go. I, you know, obviously a list Pause. of games. I want to make a comment real quick. With the Comanches losing, did you see the interview after the game? Oh, Head with coach. Uh, Rivera, Rivera, yeah. Riverboat. It's, oh, did you see it? It's unfortunate sounding. I don't believe his take that he gave after after the fact. I don't believe him at all. What did, what I think he, he truly didn't know. So he made it out to be that he – how did he phrase it? He was so irritated or annoyed with the, the asking of the question 
that that's why he gave the response. And I'm like, nah, man, I heard you. That's a lie. You really didn't know. Like, you really didn't know, which is embarrassing. I mean, and Rivera was supposed to be the guy. That's right, Reagan. Um, Rivera was supposed to be the guy to write the ship. And he is turning out to fall into the problem that everybody falls into in Washington. You just start to turn into a turd. You know what I mean? Like, I started Carson in my fantasy league, and that motherfucker threw three picks, okay? Now, silver lining, like my Eagles, I'm still going to win the championship, okay? 162 to 122, I'm winning right now, okay? But Carson threw three picks. Three <laughs> picks. What the fuck, man? Just for us. And, just for us. A New Year's special. You know, I will say, I just – that's my last take on Washington is, man, even Rivera is going down – that hole so just just some nonsense nonsense he says poor guy yeah you're right that was nonsense all right i uh you know even if if people want his job or uh i i think it just goes to show it's the i mean there you you can only go so far as a washington coach because the ownership is just going to cut you at the knees whether they intend you they intend to or not um it was a very unfortunate sounding sound bite, but um, I'm not sure it has much water to me or uh, I, I not something I care too much about. It's because like you control what you can control. Um, oh, and I, I don't think any of us actually care. It's just an embarrassing moment out of a coach that you expect much more out of. It is that's that is true, and I understand that. And I understand some people. I mean, just for Washington having continued embarrassment for sure. So that sucks. But uh, regardless, are, are right. we are we actually talking about that game or no? No. Oh, you did, Seth is like I don't care. Command Commanders lost. That's it. Yeah, I, I I don't know if anything else needs to be that. It's wasn't even on my radar. But Jeremy just had to. Uh... Beat a beat a rival when they're down. Hey, did, when you can did. take a shot at a rival team, you take it. Okay. She just yeah. she just did. Um no, my next my next stop was uh down in Tampa. I figured we'd we'd go south a little bit where it's a little warmer and discuss Tampa Tampa and the cardiac old men of of Tampa. The old man, the grumpy old man in Tampa there? Yes. Yeah, let's just leave that the grumpy old men there. Yeah. I mean, of I course was... they did it. Of course they of course they what they scored 20 points in the fourth quarter. Of course they did. They did. Yes, they did. They did. We talked we talked about this game, and this is exactly what we knew would happen. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. It I wanted so bad to see Carolina win this game, and I thought they were gonna. But you know, I was like it's not over until the clock strikes zero and Tampa is losing. And of course, Brady did it again. Brady did it again. He can't go away. I was listening to a podcast this morning and they were like, uh, a month ago, they were, they were talking Brady Rogers cause both teams were struggling and they're like the loser of this game. They weren't playing each other, but, coming into it, they're like, loser of this game, put the nail in the coffin, they're done. It's over. And, and now did. they're like, 
both of these guys are probably going to be in the playoffs, most likely. Obviously, well, Tampa is for sure. Tampa for Green sure. Green Bay, you know, Green Bay wins next week. They're in, of course. Yes. So the two old men are back in it when nobody wants to see him in it. Is it going to be a Packers Buccaneers NFC Championship? Game? Oh man, get, what a what a game that would be! Both Rematch their, from two years ago. Uh, a retirement match. Loser leaves <laughs> town. Literally, is that, you're gone. Is this WWE version. I think so. I yeah. think so. It Loser be. walks off the field for the final time. I think we're all rooting for that at this point now. Um, actually, to correct that, I think most of America is actually rooting for the Lions to get into the playoffs. So um, probably, probably, hopefully, won't be too disappointed next week. But this game, Mike Evans, he's back. Oh, and just deep Holy balls of plenty. Cow. Deep balls of plenty. Uh, the scariest part for me in the Buccaneers is Ryan Jensen and Tristan Wirfs both look to be back next week, or at least for playoffs, which corrects their single biggest flaw the entire season is that Brady was just getting hammered or he's having to get the ball even quicker than he usually does, which you get, you know, it's hard to believe a Brady offense is getting the ball out too quick for their own good. Um, but they finally let her rip. They got into a little rhythm. They let her rip. Mike Evans, three touchdowns because of it. It looked it looked competent. And 30 points out of that offense is certainly what they've been waiting for. Their defensive line has actually been pretty dominant. Um, defense in general kind of dropped off, but that defensive line has really stayed true. Like Vita Vea is still a goddamn bulldozer, physically probably the closest, you know, comparison in the NFL. Um, but Bucks look good right now. That this as, as much as we clowned them, as much as we like, oh, Panthers are gonna take it, Saints are gonna take it, Falcons are gonna take it. No, Bucks actually look like a playoff team finally. Well, I, they look like a playoff team for the last 10 minutes of the game. Fair in points <laughs> scored for sure. But I mean, there's the deep- more than I thought that would be there. It was more than just oh, Brady Magic. You know, I actually seen like Little glimpses. Yeah, Mike Evans returning to Mike Evans' form totally changed that team. Like, he had been, you know, he of course he woke up for championship Sunday, fantasy football championship. Uh, he he must have been he must have had himself in his championship league. You know, he's just like, just give me the ball, dude. I need it. I need the money. Is he gonna yeah, get over... the? He's gonna get the Calvin Ridley suspension. Oh boy, gambling uh, on himself. Yeah. Uh, over 200, like you mentioned, three touchdowns, three touchdowns, right, for Evans? Yeah, that's just, that's just wild. I mean, and, you know, Pan- fantasy points. Yeah. I yeah. had him. I had nice. him. <laughs> Which made up for Carson Wentz throwing three picks. <clears throat> yeah, very nice. Um, Sam Darnold, he's a quarterback for Carolina going into next year. You don't think so, Jamie? I don't know. He He's looked pretty good. In this second stint, uh, not second stint as a starting quarterback for Carolina. Obviously, he was last year for a bit benched for Baker and PJ Walker. I don't know. He's looked good. He looked good against the Tampa Bay defense. That's still pretty good. Owen, what's what say you? It's. I was trying to figure out if they if they end six and eleven. 
Um, what 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 pick is that? Pick are they at? Somewhere around the ten ish mark. You think so? Probably. I'd say if it was up there, I'd say if they were in the top eight, they're probably sniping one of those quarterbacks. If they're just out, they might be looking to trade in. I'd I'd imagine they're trying to start fresh with someone. I don't think I think they'd be okay with Darnold and just trying to stockpile more talent. But uh I don't think you can do that for too many years because you obviously lost uh what you had in Christian McCaffrey now. You just you you just you took too long to get a quarterback in that position uh to work with him. So I don't I just don't think you want to waste any more with like especially like DJ Moore. I think you can I think I... you're targeting one of those top two guys. I got a quick one for you. Just rapid fire. How many how many first round draftable quarterbacks is there this year? I've heard up to five. I would I was thinking four. Just obviously it's gonna change mightily, but I'm yeah. Three four. absolutely. Let's say four. Looks Seth like. would say you four or five. I would say at least four as well. I think four is a pretty safe number. Just because okay. you know that a team is gonna fall in love with one guy. And take them in the first round. It happens every year. Zach Wilson. Um, so real quick, <laughs> let me give you some rapid fire. Sam Donald was one of those guys. I'm just gonna say a team, y'all give me yay or nay, ready? If they draft a quarterback, Houston Texans. Yay. Probably. Chicago Chicago Bears. No. Nay. Denver Broncos or Seattle Seahawks. Uh I, probably I, not. <laughs> I would say no, just because they're going to be in the middle of the pack for for a pick. So they'd have to give up a lot. I say yes, so we're going to count it as two. Arizona Cardinals? No. No. Indianapolis Colts? Yes. Yes. Lions? No. No. I say nay on this one. Falcons? No. I think they do, but I'll, I'll, I'll give it to you guys if they don't. Vegas, probably. Yes. That's probably four. Uh, Carolina would be nine, and that'd be five. And you assume Carolina's not scared to wait there because right after them is my Eagles. Seth, you forgot Seattle has, like, the third pick right now because of – Oh, Denver. you're right. Yes, you're right. I, Sorry. Seth, I went, I went right in order. I went right okay, down the Okay, you did. Okay. Yep. I, so, I don't think I – mean, yeah, I don't think Seattle does. I, I think they liked what they got out of Geno. I think Seattle does. I think so. The two question marks for me is, or actually, Vegas is no longer a question mark. But what what's the question mark in Vegas is where Derek Carr goes. Is he the next Indianapolis quarterback? Makes too much sense. So maybe they're not the one, right? Because that's just what they do: free trends. But I the two hope qu- not. <laughs> I hope not as well. But it wouldn't surprise you. Now the two question marks are the the Seahawks and the Lions. I think the Seahawks are for sure taking a quarterback. I don't think the Lions will. But one of them will, for sure, right? But now the other thing to add to this, so after Carolina, you got Eagles, Tennessee. Tennessee might be in the market for quarterback because Willis has been kind of a joke. And then at 12, you got – thank you, Reagan. At 12, you got the Texans again. So they got two picks in the top 12. And then after the Texans, you got 13, the Jets. Probably need a quarterback. Washington at 14, probably need a quarterback. Going to start crying. Uh, 15, you got Pittsburgh. 16, you got the Packers. Detroit again at 17. Um, 18 is Miami vote is forfeited. And on that news, boys, I will be back in a little bit. <laughs> He's taking care of something. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Boy. Lovely. Thank you, Jeremy. 
<laughs> we love it. Uh, we you don't get that. You don't get that everywhere, Owen. Certainly not. Nope. You certainly don't. And it's not even planned here. It, <laughs> it just is what it is. Yeah. Um. All right. As we wrap up this game, would you be, you know, other NFC teams, would you be afraid to play the Bucks in playoffs? I'm starting to um... – Ah, shoot. Um, So, you know, I won't form an opinion on the Packers because obviously it's going to be a little bit like, oh, yeah, you don't want to face them. Of course, I'm going to say that. So the Bucs are turning into that team for me. And you're probably not going to see it next week um, because there's just no possible way they can affect their seating anymore. They are locked in to a – a wild card matchup hosting either the Cowboys or the Eagles. Crazy to say, but um, I I would be worried. I think the Eagles could handle them. I think the Cowboys have something to worry about in the Buccaneers. That's what I would say. I get it, and here's why I'd be afraid of the Packers and the Bucks. To me, they're very similar teams. They've been compared all year long. They're very similar teams. When the defense is right, it's one of the best. Packers defense has been playing like one of the best over the last month. You can't ever count Rodgers out. You can't ever count Brady out. I think the one I think the one thing that really benefits the Packers over Tampa is the we Packers. have a legit running game. Or Tampa does not. They weirdly too, right? Because it feels like they should. They did last year. They did last year. Same personnel, and it's gone. Yeah. So it. I would be afraid to play the Bucks though, because unless you're going to score forty points, you can't rule out Tom. But you know, maybe if they play some better defenses, like Philly, like Dallas. You know, then it's, I, I, I would be afraid to play these two teams because they they Brady and Rodgers have been in these moments many a times. Dak hasn't really. Obviously, Jalen went there once last year, lost to Tampa. Um, you know, other than was that that was uh that was wild card weekend, wasn't it? It was. Oh, they could rematch it too, believe it or not, like That's you just right. mentioned. Yeah, it'd be funny. All right. Anyways, let's keep her moving. Time's a ticking. Let's go to the black and blue division, eh? Hey, let's do it. Sunday night football. You were waiting all day for Sunday night and a good game you got. Owen, did you watch this game? It was quite good. Yes, I would say. It was it was a nice it was a nice little uh nice oh. little AFC North, obviously. It was going to end up like a sixteen to thirteen score, of course. So you're probably seeing it as well. Uh, just a quick update on the game. It's a, uh, has it officially been postponed? Yes, it has been. Okay, I thought so. I've had mine on mute, so I haven't been able to look or hear anything. But just from what I was seeing, so it officially was postponed. Okay. Yeah, yeah. They started hauling equipment out about ten minutes ago, and that's yes. 
Yeah, exactly. I saw that too. So I figured that was a sign. So I guess we'll, uh, it'll be interesting to see when they play this game again tomorrow, maybe. I know yeah. there's probably discussions, but. Of course, there's a bigger aspect of it. Of course, that is the bigger, uh, what they yes. have to wait to figure out. Um, but, you know, who, who knows, you know, if there's stability, maybe you just see them pick back up, same score, same time tomorrow night. Give a little Tuesday night football action. We'll see. Um, yeah. The other option is like it's because it's games they pretty much have to play. Um, I'd imagine they'd push them to like Thursday, and uh, maybe push that. Is it Bills? Who are the Bills play? Jets? Maybe no. Bills. Patriots. Patriots. That's right. Bills. Patriots, and then Bengals. Ravens. The Bengals. Ravens actually matters. A hundred percent. I guess Bills Patriots, Patriots matters too. too because Patriots need to win to get in. And Bills need to hold on to the one seed. So um both games that actually matter, maybe you put them on Monday, Tuesday night, something like that. Uh but them. Monday night Owen is national championship. Shoot. You're right. Well, it has to be Tuesday night. Yeah. Tuesday night football action. It's, Again. It reminds me of the COVID year where games are played on every night of the week. It felt like it was Steelers Ravens too. I was felt it like was. This they, game played right here, they played on a Wednesday. They played on a Wednesday. Goddamn Wednesday night during COVID. <laughs> um, I hey, I didn't mind. That was cool, and it was it wasn't even Wednesday night. It was like Wednesday at like afternoon. I know yeah. I popped it on while I was at work because I was like, you know what, you never get this again. No, just a no. Wednesday, two o'clock game on a Wednesday. No kidding. That was awesome. Yeah. That was awesome. But uh, this one, I mean. Exciting as all heck, and for some reason, somehow, Mike Tomlin finds a way to stay perfectly average and fight for a playoff spot. Yeah, I mean, I know he wouldn't get any consideration, but, you know, maybe just a flicker of Coach of the Year candidacy right there. They are... Yeah, especially I, I, if they win next week and get into and the playoffs. Get into the playoffs, yeah, that would put them at six and one. A six and one streak since TJ Watt came back in, yeah. in yep. this season. So either either you, you you honor one or the other. Comeback player of the year this year, TJ <laughs> Watt maybe in the middle of the year. Yeah, comeback player of the half of the year. Yeah, it. I mean, really, it's been crazy. It, and led by their defense, of course, Pittsburgh. Kenny Pickett looks like the real deal for oh, yeah. for the Steelers. Oh, yeah. You know, two-glove Kenny over there. Looks like Is he still wearing two gloves? I believe so, yes. Yeah. He is a, he's a two-glove type of dude. Yeah. Najee Harris has come back to form. You know... They, if they make the playoff, if they make the playoffs, you never know. You really don't know in the playoffs. Any team could get hot and and ride through. But even if they do, and you know they sputter out in the wild card round, I, it's a bright future for Pittsburgh. And, and what what can what can come from that? But on the Baltimore side of things, how much money are you forking over to Lamar Jackson right now? Just pay him now. Yeah, just do, just get it done. Let's not let's stop doing this. Uh, will they? Won't they? Just lock him I, up. He's gonna take you to the playoffs literally every year. 
You want to talk about MVP case. You know, this team is completely different when he's not on the field. I th- I saw a stat earlier, and it's just like the difference when he's the quarterback versus not. It's just insane. Yeah, and it was it's like, like yeah in his career in his career yeah. like games that he started how many points they're scoring versus games that he's not starting and how many points it's yeah it's crazy it's wild yeah and I don't think he's had a full year since the MVP season I think you're right um, yeah and that was probably I think the Ravens were the one seed that year they were the one or the two they had a first round bye sounds right and um yeah they had they just haven't had that same fire sense even if he was just coming back from injury or whatever was happening um snoop huntley fun he's fun to watch but you know quite about 50 percent the player uh lamar jackson is i would say that'd be a good bet yeah i, really need that I guy suppose back. yeah I, I to me if you're the ravens you got to give lamar whatever he wants injury even with the injury risk in the last two years he's being hurt um you you got to pay the guy. You got to pay him, no matter what. Yeah, it's. I mean, lock up. Their season's probably going to end here in a in a week or two or a couple weeks. That's the, that's the time. Get those uh, discussions going. He um, there's a chance he he'll play in the playoffs, won't he? It look it, yeah, it looks like it. Yep. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see. We shall. Uh, all right. Moving on. Uh, we got we got some time left. Let's see if we can run through these last four that I had written down. Let's do it. 49ers Raiders. The Raiders. Barn burner. Nearly took it from the 49ers. Who would have thought? I'm pretty sure that was our juice of the week, wasn't it? You know what, Seth? Yes, it was. And I told I told you, you know. Maybe maybe a different one. Maybe we we'll go this direction. What do you guys think? No, Seth couldn't couldn't take it. Had to be San Fran. Maybe it was just uh, reverse psychology there. It, oh, is that what it was? Huh? Hoping San Francisco loses just because. Because <laughs> you don't want to see him again. Uh, correct. Uh, uh, but yeah, Packers win. It kind of it's trending towards playing San Francisco. Unless, uh, you know, a few things can happen. But it's crazy because the Packers could play any of those four teams. They could play Minnesota, Dallas, Philly, or San Fran in the first round, depending on how those games fall. Any one of the four, right? Yeah. Yep. They could. They could play any one of the four. Yeah. Because I think if Philly loses, Dallas wins. Dallas is one. Right. I, Which, you know, I'm not going to get into that. There's a lot going on, but. Right. There is quite a bit of tiebreaker stuff going on. There, there is. And I just don't know. Between yeah, Philly and, and San Fran, I don't. I'm, I think Philly and. Even better, you know, rank them just quick fire. Out of the four, who are you feeling best about in a 7-2 to two matchup wildcard weekend? Rank them really quick, one through four. One being most confident. Minnesota. Okay. Dallas. Yep. Philly, San Francisco. Agreed. Yes. Although I'd still like consider I'm San Fran is only fear from the past few years of playoff yes. football, right? Yes. Um I still see 
the defense is scary as all hell. The offense is making things go. I mean, the other stat that I read uh, just this morning, Christian McCaffrey, since that first game, he wasn't first game after being traded. He wasn't totally involved, right? Yep. Since that first game, San Francisco was 9-0. and Christian McCaffrey has 1,000 yards and nine touchdowns in nine games. This man is insane and works perfectly in this offense, just like we knew he would. But, you know, of course, of course, none other than uh, the man himself to ice it. But, uh, I mean, Devontae Adams on the other side. This was just a, a showdown of offensive superstars. I mean, who would have thought Jarrett Stidham was the answer for the Raiders? Jarrett stud him. He is him. He is him? Yeah. I don't know. Is he? Is he him? He had a couple picks, too. That's the thing. But he was letting yeah. it rip. You know. Oh, he might as well. What What are you losing? You know? Just let it rip. Exactly. To, now they're still alive. I thought I thought they were dead last week. Now they're still alive in the, the wild card. Vegas? Yeah. No, there's no way. You sure? I thought they were. They're, they're, I might have that they're six and ten. I don't think so. They're out. They would have had they, to have won, I think, to to have any semblance of a chance. Oh, that's that's what it was. It yeah. was during the game. It was during the game. My fault. My fault. Yeah. Yes. Obviously, Raiders lost this in overtime. Correct. Uh, but the game they performed. And what just that is a Raiders game right there. Is they score points and lose by a little bit. Yeah, to a good Raiders team. offense finally woken up after a few week hiatus. So, um, yeah, I it's it's you know maybe it's just not seeing Stidham at all and Stidham not being scared and like you said just letting her rip. Uh, but they marched up and down against San Francisco and that you know dreaded defense for most of the game. Devonte Adams obviously destroys them. Just, I mean, you know, Devontae Adams is doing what Devontae Adams does. So. Of course. Um, but, yeah, I, you know, Niners, they're going to be – they're going to be tough. We know that. But, you know, maybe maybe this is the blueprint to, to beat that defense. This has got to be one of the few times they've led over 30 points this year. What What is the blueprint, Devontae Adams? Because we no longer have access to that key to the game, okay? Uh, actually, it's aforementioned player stud him. Jared, stud, stud him. Well, we don't have a player of that caliber either, so yeah, you're we right. might as we well don't. move on to plan B. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, you know, if... One thing with this, you know, Brock Purdy again looked looked good. As if if he keeps this going and takes them deep into the playoffs. Talking about quarterback controversy, you know, and questions earlier. Yeah. San Fran, do they have a a conundrum at the quarterback position? Say say uh, say Purdy takes them to the NFC Championship, ultimately loses but takes them all the way there, you know, wins a game or two. What's going on in Sam Fran? Well, Jimmy G's gone, uh, number one. Number two, Brock Purdy's got a backup job in Sam Fran for life. He will just get paid. He'll be on the pay. They'll just sign him to a 20-year contract just to be there, be the backup. You, just... you think they still throw out Trey Lance without a question? 
I think they absolutely want Trey Lance to be a thing. And uh, they just needed Jimmy G to be, well, at first they needed Trey Lance to be the insurance behind Jimmy G. Now And then once he started getting the offense, then Jimmy G was supposed to be the insurance. Brock Purdy's just a cheaper Jimmy G. Like things haven't missed a beat and might be better in some cases. And and I say might be better only in terms of the value, right? We talk about Jimmy G and just kind of like he kind of like an overhyped nature, just being a starting quarterback, quote unquote. Um, but Brock Purdy being the absolute latest pick you can take in a draft. The it's you, you just you hold on to that kind of guy at the backup spot forever. I mean, he is he's looked it. good. I, I will say he's looked good. That offense, like, I feel like you could plug in a lot of different quarterbacks. Into you're that you're not wrong, yeah. So, that is a credit to Shanahan for sure. Um, but he's got to be the right kind of guy, he's got to, you know, you could go into it, but you know, I mean. Brock, he's a he's a niner for life. That's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. And I just don't think any any other team is going to be like, hey, Brock started a few games for the 49ers with one of the best offensive coaches in the world, um, in history. And uh, yeah, we're going to try to make him fit in our system. I don't think that's going to happen. I don't think anyone's going to pay him that much to be a starting quarterback. Somebody might take a shot. Why not Indy? They better be done. Otherwise, they should get stripped of that franchise because they need to draft a quarterback no matter what. Why no draft one what. when you can just keep signing them year after year? It's more nope. fun that way. It's like it's like a roulette, you know? Like a car- No, it's bad. It's all bad if you keep doing that. Same thing with Carolina. We just talked about it. You get out of that quarterback carousel sure. um, and you get something, just something steady. You know, it. I was going to use Derek Carr as the example, but funny enough, he's going to be the 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 A plus target in the free agency market. Hundred percent. But uh, it it's just not ending well, even with Russell Wilson. You know, and I'm sure Russell Wilson still be. I think he's. I think he's hit rock bottom for his career. I think he's on the up and up. But uh, uh, it's still. I hope saying. this is rock bottom for Russell because if it's not, then oof. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. But, uh, you know, good yeah. for Brock Purdy, okay? I hope he doesn't torch the Packers in the playoffs, okay? You had me say it. I said it. Am I in a little bit in fear of Brock Purdy <laughs> living in my nightmares and crushing my dreams? Sure, maybe a little bit. Yes, Seth, I am. You know what? If Jimmy G can do it, why can't Brock Purdy? Well, that's the thing. Jimmy G did nothing. That wasn't even his fault. I know. Yeah, you know that's the shitty part. I don't <laughs> now we're gonna rehash it. That is, that isn't even three. That feels like a lifetime ago. I've put that so far into the back of my brain, Seth. Well, here we are. We might get a rematch again. We might get a rematch. Freaking rematch. You kidding me? God NFL damn. gods have spoken, and it's San Fran Green Bay wild card round. Most likely, what it'll be, or it's um. Green Bay beats Dallas second round, first round, traveling to San Fran, divisional round, repeated. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yep. 
All right. One game left. We get time for one more, Owen. I have three right. games on the docket. I I'm leaning towards I'm leaning towards two. I'm okay with two, but I'll I'll list out the three and you can decide. Go. Lions, Bears, Jags, Texans, Pats, Dolphins. I think it's got to be Pats, Dolphins because Lions, Bears, so? Lions. You know, there were two ass whoopings in the NFC North this week. Not much you can say about the Lions. They're recovering from the Panthers. We got them next week. It'll be a fun one. Um, what was the other one you said? The the Jags, Jags Texans, Jags. Uh. I guess they're doing this thing. I guess they're going to make it Saturday night, football night. ESPN. Yeah, that'll be good. Prime be time. Good. We'll see how it goes. But no, truly the one that matters. Um, Teddy B. I think he broke his finger, right? Or no? He did. He broke it in end of the second quarter, something like that. But he's still scheduled to play. Uh, I'm available? sure they're pu- probably pushing to get Teddy on the field for this oh, game. What are you saying about Skylar Thompson, Seth? Uh, I'm saying that uh, he's not any good. The wow. sky is not the limit for him. That was uh brazen and really bad joke. But uh, here, Patriots, regardless, take it 23 to 21. Uh, Dolphins just free falling out of that playoff spot. And I think our Patriots in a win it in scenario now. They are. If they beat Buffalo next week, they're in. And you know Buffalo's week's gonna be all sorts of messed up. Um yeah, it regardless. is now. um man. Patriots are sitting in a good spot then. Uh and that defense, I I'm a big fan of that defense, no matter how much the offense is uh whole New England, up, you're saying. I guess. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Kyle Duggar, sneak, sneakily one of the best uh, defensive players in the game. I think it's the, that's his third defensive touchdown this year. Yeah. Yep. And uh, no one's talking about him because the Patriots – I mean, when you talk about the Patriots, you talk about Belichick or you're talking about the shitty offensive coaching situation. Hopefully that gets worked out. Defense has been fine, coached by and you know who does the play calling for the for the New England defense, Seth? Who's that? You know who does the, the defensive play calling? His kid, right? Is it Steve Steve right? Belichick? Steve big Bel- old high okay. five about right around halftime. Big old high five from Bill to Steve uh on the on the play calling ability. You can't get Love much more it. patriotic than that, Owen. Well said. Father, son, Patriots. Love it. Well said. Um, and yeah, I mean, two of all but confirmed out. Of, yeah, uh, they they said they talked to McDaniel today and they said there's no timetable on his return. So it looks like yet again, the Dolphins are going to put in a pretty respectable season and narrowly miss the playoffs. Yep. Once again, what, third year in a row? Unreal. Unreal. So uh, we'll see. We'll see. And and it's been the health factor for them. I mean, that's more than any other year. It's been it's they've looked the all the part of the playoff team and just the two of struggles. Uh, couldn't get over that. One little cold streak is all it needed. 
Regardless, Patriots Center are in a good spot. That's all I'm trying to say. Uh, yeah. I mean, all they have to do is win. They play Buffalo, which will be tough. But like you mentioned, we have no idea what that's going to look like for Buffalo or Cincinnati going into next week, depending on when they play this game this week. Right. It'll be interesting. All right. That is all the time we have for the fastest 60 minutes in sports. We hope you enjoyed, uh, the in-depth breakdowns as always. As always. All right. I think it's time for a little top five, eight and B. And let's just see where we lie this week. All right. Last week was pretty much the same. And, you know, it's probably going to be roughly the same this week as well. But let's let's do it. Let's jump into it. Boys, do you have your rankings? Oh, and do you have yours? As Jeremy settles back in, the pod father himself. I'm still conflicted because there will be some sort of shuffling in mine. Um, So I don't want to go first. I'll make that declaration. All right. I'll, I'll go first then. There it is. I'm not you, afraid. Take it over, Seth. It's all I yours. Scared. I the ain't scared. I ain't scared. Bye then. I, it's it's very similar to last week. It's 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 just a minor shuffle of teams at the top. But that's about it. Okay. Five B. I believe this stays the same as last week. I have the Dallas Cowboys. How about them Cowboys? How about them? How about them? How about them? Nobody thought it was a possibility, but baby, they could be the number one seed with a bye heading into Jerry World for the playoffs. Jeremy loves it, too. We know it. Unreal. It's it's a possibility. Nobody thought it was going to happen. But heading into week 18, all Dallas needs to do is see Philly lose to the Giants. It's a tall That's task. a tall – yeah, it is, I was going to say. I mean, you might as well just forget about that. I think they're 14-point favorites. I think they opened as 14-point Against favorites. New York. Against a team that doesn't have anything to play for. So we'll see about that one, yeah. Dallas. I forget who Dallas plays. Is it Washington? I think it might be Washington. Yes. So, Commies. which we assume they'll they'll probably take the W there, but it yes, might not sir. matter. But regardless, Dallas at five B, five A, I have the 49ers. This was the same as last week for me. These two started my list. Let me. I'm gonna give you my one out. My t- first out. This is a team I wanted to recap, but Owen nixed it. Oh, let me go that route. I have the Jags. I have the Jags at number seven for me. They're my first Wow. Out. Okay. Big fan, they, huh? I, they've looked good. They've looked good. Dougie Fresh. It's got a fresh look in Jacksonville, that's for sure. Anyways, 5A San Francisco, we just talked about them. It, it still comes down to, you know, Brock Purdy's obviously 
most likely going to be the quarterback for them in the playoffs. It'll be fresh, but like we, you know, Owen specifically mentioned, this is a very quarterback-friendly system. And if they can win with Jimmy G, then they could probably win with Brock Purdy in the playoffs. So that's the one thing going for him. Uh, that defense is just insane. Uh, offense still holds me back a little bit. Where these top four teams are a bit more complete. Number four, it was also tough because two of the top teams were playing tonight, and I kind of wanted to see how that one rode out for this list. No of course, kidding. Of course, you know, we won't get that tonight. So I'm going to go with what I have currently. Number four, I have the Cincinnati Bengals. If they were to win this game, they'd probably jump up to probably two, two? to be honest with you. Uh, but we're sitting here right now, Monday night, postponement of the game. Cincinnati stays at four for me. Uh, but... Yeah, yeah, we'll see. Maybe do maybe we'll do a quick up. Maybe we'll see. We'll see when this game is played. Um, but maybe we'll do a quick update to our top five later this week with a little with a little asterisk next to it. There you go. So, you anyways, Bengals four, Chiefs. I have at three, which has remained the same. <laughs> you guys called it. I took Kansas City. I know that. Uh, they didn't cover, of course. Denver kept it close, but they won again, as they've been doing all season. Uh, so Kansas City your, stays there. Your betting mind has just not matured like mine has. So, oh yeah, uh, you're right. I know. I'm not a seasoned. I'm not seasoned like you are. <laughs> this is where I flip, though. I have the Bills at one. The Bills at one. Philly at two. Philly losing obviously doesn't help. You know, Jalen in there is a whole different team, of course. But I did predict Buffalo to win this game. So I'm putting them at one with a big win, you know, if solidified. Yes, solidified at one for me. Do the do the Bills in this uh, in this scenario, do the Bills actually take over the MVP award from the Eagles as well as the number one spot? Oh, the unquestioned best player in the league. Is that what you're talking about? <laughs> I'm just asking, you know, kind of what you're thinking in your head. Uh, for MVP, is that what you're asking me right now? Yes. I don't I don't want to open this can in front of Jeremy because you know where it's going to go. I, well, I wasn't opening a can, you know. I was just wondering, you know, not stirring the pot at all. I'm just curious. Not stirring the pot at all. No, we're about to get 20 minutes of why Jalen Hurts is the MVP, and I nobody has time for that right now. We don't we don't have time for a weekly case of why Jalen is MVP. Stuff <laughs> that doesn't that doesn't need to be argued. <laughs> That's right. Uh, right now, right now, it's still Patrick Mahomes for me. It's still Mahomes. Mahomes is still one. I'd probably go Burrow two, Hurts three, Allen four. Even though I love Josh Allen. Gotta love them. That is an absolute dog shit list, but thank you for that. <laughs> He's just reading the betting odds. That's all. Is that what the betting odds are? I think it's. I think it's still. You know, obviously this week is weird, but I think it's still Pat, Mahomes, Burrow, Tua, Josh Allen, 
Uh, it was Justin Jefferson, but I don't know if it is anymore. That would surprise me. I'm surprising two was still in there. Um, but yeah. So, anyways, Cowboys five B, Niners five A, Bengals four, Chiefs three, Eagles two. The Buffalo Bills circling them wagons at the number one spot. Well said, Seth. Well said. Does that mean it falls to me? I'll take it. Jeremy's still mute. I won't even let you waste oh, your breath. Oh, okay. Ladies and gentlemen, I present to you Jeremy Shimko's Power Five in Thank the you. NFL. Thank you, Owen. I appreciate it. Um, like I always say, you're welcome. I appreciate you. Uh, <laughs> this is not an accurate list. It's just lists. But anyways. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mine only changed two spots. At the 5A and 5B spots or 5 and 6, whatever you want to call it. You just flipped them, huh? Just flipped them too. So I don't remember. I don't know if you remember my top five from last week, but top five A and B, but here I we go. I think so. I do. I do, actually. Good. You should. You should remember it all. And I'd be surprised if you're going to do what you're trying to tell me you're going to do. Because it's all but a team off, is all I'll say. All right. So, anyways, coming in at the sixth spot, this one kind of hurt me. I didn't want to put them here because I'm a believer in them. Y'all ain't believers, but you're all wrong for that. Is the thing? Well, I guess I don't know. I don't know if you're wrong yet, but I know Seth, who is not here to defend himself at the moment, Thank is wrong. You. Thank you for recognizing that. Yes. So Correct. here we go. Coming in at number. Six, we have the Minnesota Vikings, who belong on this list. (laughs) The Minnesota Vikings, who belong on this list at number one. Oh, and the Vikings could be six and ten, and he'd find a way to put them on the list. Now, we all know that's not true. The third best team in the NFC North is first on the list. So, anyways. (laughs) <laughs> the Minnesota Vikings come in at six for me. I have kept my head with them. Actually, I was looking back. I think I've had them in here all year. Top five candies. Number one, Reese's. No arguments. Number one is definitely a take five, but that's an argument for a different day. Also Reese's, though. So It's I mean, also Reese's, Reese's but the pretzels, what puts it over the top. It's just, it is, it's fact. Anyways. That is a hot take. Hot take, but it's not a wrong take. So, the Vikings are my sixth spot. We all know how I feel about the Vikings. Um, I've been saying it all year long. Certain (laughs) players make plays and players make teams win. And uh, I'm so sorry. The cat is literally like Scott Burton's leg like this and just gnawing on his hand. (laughs) You were were just Um, like, you you got trailed off and you're like, huh. It's just fascinating to watch because he's not even flinching. He's just eating. He's just keeping going. <laughs> Wonderful. Just a, it's a jungle in this Listen, house. if anyway, we don't have football to live, you know, broadcast you get, or commentate or watch along, yeah, exactly. I, you get lost. So, just I'll cut it short. It's the players on the Vikings team that keep me with them in the list every single week. Number five. And actually, funny enough, I was tempted to take this team off 
but I can't because they're winning. The Dallas Cowboys. Um, they are my five spot. <laughs> the Cowboys to you are the Vikings to us. Like that, it's just very clear. At least the Vikings to Seth for sure. I not not quite because I wouldn't call the I wouldn't call the Cowboys frauds. I wouldn't just like I wouldn't call the Vikings frauds. I think you've uh, kind of been implying it all year. This is what I've been implying. They're not as good as their record says, but frauds. Time out. That's what it is. They are a playoff team. I will put well, it like that. Same for the Vikings. I agree with that. I don't agree with you comparing these, but I'll give it to you. I, ju- I was just saying I think the Vikings are about a 10 and 7, 11 and 6 type of squad instead of a, you know, a 13, 13 to 4 or 12 and 5, whatever they'll end up being. That's all I'm saying. And you're probably saying I, the same I hear about you. the Cowboys. I hear you. The Cowboys are in the scenario that they are right now because of injury, which is poo-poo, whatever, because the Eagles game would have played different, but whatever. I think the Cowboys' Achilles heel is going to be Dak. Is that a bad joke about his Achilles injury? Was it an Achilles? I thought he broke his leg. Oh, I thought it was an Achilles injury. I I thought thought it was Achilles as well. Dak? I thought he broke his leg. That is just that a poor take. You know, I wouldn't even say that about a Vikings player, Jeremy. That is real low blow. This isn't fair to me (laughs) because we all know (laughs) that is a figure of speech. But anyways, you sack of shit, Owen. Um, My point being is I would never go as far as LaShawn McCoy has gone about Dak, Dakota Prescott. But to a certain extent, I do agree with him. I don't think he is... He's not the engine that pulls the trailer. He is part of the trailer, in my opinion. Um, and then Mike McCarthy, I don't trust in any big spots. Um, brings me to number four, who this team, I toyed with the idea of putting them at two or three, but I still think they belong at four because I didn't change anything from last week other than the Cowboys and the Vikings. So number four, we have the Kansas City Big Red Chiefs. Big Reds. Big Red. You, um, you don't chew. Big Red. And Andy Reid says, fuck you. Um, the Chiefs are in here for obvious reasons. Andy Reid's the best coach in the league. He might be one of the greatest all-time coaches, you know, in the NFL history. You got uh, top three MVP pick probably coming in at number two, not number one that we all know that. At quarterback, defense is playing hot. Chris Jones and them boys are playing. Chris Jones is playing like the best defensive tackle in football right now. He's stone cold. Like, he's playing like a guy that used to play in L.A., but that's a conversation for another day. Um, <laughs> don't get me wrong, though. That. If I was to say there's a spot that can get the Chiefs in trouble, is I think if they get into a shootout with the Bills, the Bills are going to take it this time. That's my opinion. They don't have the dogs to run with the Bills' dogs. But brings us to number three, the team that was playing the Bills tonight, but to be postponed for another day, give me the Cincinnati Bengals. Um Joey Owen, Owen, can you give it to me, Joey Burr? Joe Burr. There it is. Anyways, coming in at the helm, um, I can't do it, so I got to ask for some help on this one. Anyways, <laughs> okay. Joey B, uh, also probably another top three guy for the MVP, probably coming in at three. And the Bengals offense and, honestly, the defense in general, the whole team getting hot when it matters most, which if they were on the NFC side of things, they would be the one team that I'd be worried about in the league right now is the Bengals, because they are hot, hot. They're not hot. Like, 
The Niners are like lukewarm to hot. Okay. The Bengals are scorching hot right now. And they are terrifying to me if I was to be an AFC team. But scorching. What'd you say? Scorching. Yes, they absolutely are. And the thing about it is Joy Bur- Jerry Burrow has got that he's got that gunslinger mentality where he'll just make a play, right? Um, and then he's got the weapons to deal with, and then Mixon keeps them Samaj Pirine too. I mean, they got dudes out there, right? So they are a team with a defense that's playing well enough that is uh there were a worry in the playoffs. Which brings me to number two, who for everything you guys said earlier when you're recapping the game. The 49ers are on, what, a nine-game win streak? Um, they made the trade for the wet stream scenario in the Shanahan offense, Christian McCaffrey. That's why I was just – I was looking it up to confirm. But, yeah, you're right, nine-game win streak. And you said the Niners have a lukewarm streak, nine games. Because of this. I can't fully get in on the Niners because Brock Purdy might come into the playoffs and just shit his pants. We all know that. He could. He really could. Exactly. That's the one thing that holds me back with this team. That's why I keep them at two. Otherwise, if put it this way, if Jimmy G's still playing quarterback for them right now, they're they're my one spot for sure. But because of the, because of the question mark that is that quarterback there, and here's the deal, Owen, you might be right. Maybe he's playing himself into a twenty year contract. I don't know. Maybe he's playing himself into Tom Brady's career. I don't know. Well, but, I mean, I'm just saying the man has not lost, and it's not just been a couple games. But do these games matter like they're going to matter in a couple of weeks? No, they do not. When he shows up and it is playoff football and he is lining up and on the other side of the field is the GOAT himself staring across at him and saying, Brock Birdie, use a bitch. But anyways, I don't know. <laughs> All I'm saying is when the games really matter, we'll see. But for now, he stays at my two. So I'm giving him enough recognition that I'm actually putting him in the top three, but I'm not giving him the one spot because – the man, the myth, the legend, Seth's you know, favorite football player since, I don't know, Christ himself, Tim Tebow. Josh Allen is coming in my one spot, the Buffalo Bills, because I think if they get into a shootout, I think they take it this time. I don't think – I don't see a world right now where Josh Allen gets into the playoff scenarios that he's gotten into in recent years and doesn't win them. That's just my thing. Um, if I was to give an Achilles heel to the Bills – it's that running game because you can't run the running game through the quarterback. And if Josh Allen gets hurt through that, then it's like the whole team collapses. Um, but to recap my list, we have the Buffalo Bills, the Brock Purdy 49ers, the Joey – Joey um, – Owen, can you help me here? Joey uh, – Joey, Joey Burrow <laughs> led Bengals, uh, the Kansas City Fighting Red Chiefs, that Dallas football team that nobody really cares about, and then the Minnesota Vikings, Seth, which you left off your list, which is wrong of you, Seth. You can't let your hate get the best of you. Seth, if there's anything that I want you to take from every pod that I'm here for, is that it's not hate that pushes me. I put the Cowboys on my list. I didn't even put my Eagles on my list, Seth. Out of superstition, and because you didn't, you know – Follow your legal obligation to put the Eagles in your top five. It forces me to put them in there for you, which then there pushes the Vikings out of your list into an honorable mention spot. So you just yelled at Seth for something you did not do. That is 
that's not true at its finest sir. that's not true because i just hypocritical did and fraudulent you are forcing my hand on and if i was to take a team off my list it'd be a team from dallas but continue even though you have the dallas cowboys above the vikings in the rankings because the eagles are being left off because of simple station the right. cowboys are the five spot fearing of karmic retribution Young Master Shimko is. All right, Owen. Let's hear it. Jeremy, uh, if it wasn't for your little stitious nature, we would have had the exact same rankings. Number one, the Buffalo Bills. Number two, the Philadelphia Eagles. Simply because of the losses, I know it's not really the same. Injuries suck. They'll be probably be fine and probably be healthy. But they drop a spot. 49ers at three. I nearly put them up into the top two. Nearly. I'm close. Number four, we got the Bengals. As you said, uh, is it a six-game win streak? Is that what we were talking about? <laughs> but the Niners' nine-game win streak is lukewarm. Just wanted to reiterate that one. Quote from somebody else on this podcast. Chiefs are at number five. Cowboys at six. Vikings slip ever so. Well, I think they've been off it for a week or two. So they are still remaining at the seventh spot. Um, kind of, if I had to pick. You have you have Minnesota at your seven. You, they're your honorable mention still? I wouldn't even go there. I was actually just about to lead in. Okay. I would say my number one honorable mention is the L.A. Chargers. Ooh, big Chargers fan. Good as well. Yep, they're coming. They're healthy. Austin Eckler, Joey Bosa, the receivers, everything's great in L.A. Land. Yeah, healthy, a healthy Chargers team. You know, and we're getting the result of it. Joey Bosa, did he play this weekend? He. Trying to remember, I know there's a lot of talk him practicing this week and stuff. Just curious if he actually played or not. You're right. I don't even remember. I he was activated. It doesn't look like he played, so that that must have been. Well, uh, he'll he'll. I would assume maybe they'll get him in some warm up warm up reps next week before. I would say for sure, for sure. No. Anyways, yeah, chart of for the most part fully healthy Chargers team heading into the playoffs. Whew. Scary. I, yes. I could be I could be a dangerous playoff team yep. for sure. Yep. All right. Owen, would you like to reveal the pods? Top five. You know why not, Seth? Bills, unanimous. Eagles, unanimous two. Gets a little split off here. But the Niners, again, remain at the three spot. One point ahead of the Bengals at four. Chiefs at five, Cowboys at six. And you know what? That is a back-to-back same rankings for the wow. going long first podcast. First time ever. First time in going long on first history, eh? I think it's not even that we're thinking too much alike. The more we sit, sit and talk this BS together, I think it's more just that the week 17, 18, you kind of get shuffled into who who are those top those real elite teams and who are just outside of it. 
I think we just have a good we have a good finger on the pulse. That's all. We do. Agreed. Agreed. If so we had I'm, to, I'm just I'm just a little higher on the Chiefs than you guys, but that's about it. Yeah, you I mean, you flip we flip flop the Niners and the Chiefs. No. All right. Good deal, Owen. Good deal. All right. Let's end this show. <laughs> end it. End it right now. No, just kidding. Um you know, we've got some semi good news on, on Hamlin. As I, I kind of threw it out to you guys. Uh apparently they're gonna have a um the hospital there in, in Cincinnati. They're gonna have the PR team is gonna have a a press conference later or an update, I should say. I don't know if so much a press conference, but an update as well, which is interesting because you usually don't see that from a hospital, but you know, this is unique situation. But uh Seth, you know what I think that is? Not to cut you off real quick. No, but I've been go ahead. keeping up on this on Twitter. I think we've all been kind of keeping up on this Twitter. Albert Breer made the comment about an hour ago. So he said, I still can't believe the coaches had to step in and stop the NFL from warming the players back up to resume the game. And then he continues to compare it to something. I think this is hate to say it, but like a PR stunt almost by the NFL. Like mm to show you that he's in good conditions because they were going to try to roll these guys back out, which they, yeah, you're not wrong. So you're I, wrong. I recapped it. There has been, thank God it's not this scenario. There has been a player that's died on the, on the field in a game. Um, it was in 1971 and it was um, Lions wide receiver. Chuck Hughes suffered a heart attack, heart attack and died on the field. They wow. continued, they continued to play the game and finished it. 1971. So, that's sad. Oh. That's like terrible. But you sit here and think to yourself, yeah, I assume, I mean, for terrible situation it is, it seems somewhat to save the PR of it. But um, it does seem that everything is trending well. But I mean, what if it being the only game of the night? Yeah, I mean, I get it. You want to show that the guy's in a good condition, you know? Yes. Oh. Still, yeah. Hopefully, we got some good news as as maybe tomorrow returns. I seen a um, just for the game wise, I seen a leader in the clubhouse for possibilities is that they just uh, uh, declare the game a tie, kind of a because they're running out of time to reset. Forfeit tie, forfeit tie is what I've seen as well. Yeah, really be interesting for the seating. Hope to have that conversation on Thursday. Yes. Indeed. All right. As customary, we're going to end the pod with a little trivia. Jeremy, I know you wanted to throw your question out first. I bet you it's a stinker. <laughs> so That's why we get it out of the way. Yeah. I'll slip it out there real fast. Um, okay. Can you guys name up? So this is a two-parter. Probably not. Name off in all of NFL history teams in a season defenses that have had four players eclipse 10 sacks or more. Repeat the question, please. So I need you guys to name off teams in the NFL defenses, particularly that have had four players with 10 sacks or more in a season. Huh. 
And you're it just feels team, like it just feels like the right, Eagles are going to be on this list. Seth, you look more confused, so I'll let you go first. I do. Owen yeah. looks pretty confused too. <laughs> you. So Seth, Seth said the Eagles. Um, so is that your guess, Seth? Uh, yeah, yeah. All right, Owen, you're up. Oh, you're not going to you know tell if we're if he's right or what? What's I was going to give you both a guess and then let you know. All right, so that was the one I'm curious about, and probably the reason you asked the question. If is that it happened also yet you, or not? Is that is that also who you want to go with? Because that's but, an option. You can also I, do that. I mean, I'll make another guess. Seth got the guess. Okay, Seth took the Eagles. If it's the Eagles, he gets the Eagles. Were tell me gonna... if it's just tell me if it's the Eagles. I want it's to only it's a trick question. It's only the Eagles have done that. You fucking oh baby, that's why look you, at that. That's oh, why you said that's also an option, huh? Oh, and I'll give you the point. So you, we'll we'll get point point each. <laughs> okay. Okay. Cop out, ridiculous. <laughs> now, the four options. Who are they? Oh, and I'll let you go first. Who are the four players? So but, it's so, the only time it's only happened once in history, and it's this year. Philadelphia Eagles. Hassan Reddick. Uh, Fletcher. Do I get a shot at this, Fletcher? Nope. Oh, and back nope. to you. Josh, what? Seth, back to you. Uh, Graham. Boom, we got three. All right, on back to you. Damn it. Um, that's my other one. I have another one. Ooh, boy. Here's here. I'm gonna give a hint. Two of these players were drafted by the Eagles. Two of these players were free agent signings. I got, I got the other one. I'm fairly confident I got the other one. Who was it? It was, it was Reddick, Sweat, and Graham. And Graham. So Graham and Sweat were drafted by the Eagles. Reddick was picked up. Who was the other one? Seth, do you have it? You said you can have it. You can take it. Hargrave. Boom! There it is. That's right. I couldn't. I knew there was another interior. I just couldn't think of the goddamn name. Now let me give you just kind of the last little tidbit, and then we can move on. Hargrave has 11, has never had 11 sacks in a season before. Reddick has 16 sacks. He's never had 16 sacks in a season before. Sweat has 11 sacks, has never had 11 sacks in a season. Brandon Graham has 11 sacks, which is his career high at 34 years old coming off an Achilles tear. That's comeback player of the year for me. Hey, Offensive the player of the year is probably A.J. Brown. Defense player of the year is... Offensive player of the year has been locked up for like four weeks, and his name is Justin Jefferson. <laughs> well, I figured, I figured you were going to do a Philly true. sweep there, so I could give you the Philly sweep if you wanted me to, or the Philly special. But um, I don't think I'm wrong on BG. I think that's a hard one to get around because that's pretty impressive to have a career He's... year coming off that. Fair enough. Well, I'll th- I'll th- just let me tell you the top five odds as he walks away. He'll hear him. Seth, listen to this. Pl- comeback player of the year. Geno Smith, the odds-on favorite. Is MVP Geno, thank you very MVP much. MVP Geno, or at least Sepoy C- Geno. Um, Saquon, just behind him. Christian McCaffrey, just behind him. And then a little bit of step down, and you got Jared Goff, Derek Henry. Oh. Does Brandon right. Graham fit on that list? 
Uh, I didn't hear his name called. So Okay, so here, here's the one thing I'll give you. So you said Gino, Goff, and who are the other two? Gino, Saquon, McCaffrey, Goff, Henry. Okay, so there was an argument made that Henry played half the year last year, right? Gino is not truly a comeback. It's just finally kind of turning into what he was supposed to be, and Goff is the same thing. Now, when you hear comeback player of the year from an injury, right? Not from usually you yes, up your career. For the most part. Yeah, not, yeah, yeah. Yeah. not strictly speaking. It doesn't say come back from injury player of the year, but you know, it so usually you just does. come back from stinking up the first six years of your career, is what you're saying. Right. I don't agree with that. So I guess in my opinion, everybody you named off, the only one I would even really put into the argument would be Saquon. Saquon. And now the reason I would stay away from Saquon is he's not having a career year. Brandon Graham's having the best year of his career right now after tearing his Achilles. Fair, fair enough. Fair so enough. So I, I, I feel like this is wild, but that to me is almost more of a lock or evenly a lock for me in my heart to Jalen for MVP. Of course. And Sirianni as coach of the year, of course. Those are the three. <laughs> Those are the three. <laughs> All right. Well, let me throw out a couple trivia questions to you. Quick update on this speculative game. I don't know if you saw, but um maybe maybe it leans towards Owen's tie. Bills are flying home tonight. Ah. Okay. They're not even staying in Cincinnati. They're flying home. Yeah. Just saw that update today. Or just now. Maybe they'll play the game virtually. Hey, a little Madden tournament that way. Oh, and that's so sick bad. So to say. But uh, the, other, the other update I'll give <laughs> is uh, Seth, that guy that you sent us the thing of, that's his. That's Hamlin's PR rep. Yes. He said that his yeah. vitals are back to normal. Yep. He's undergoing further testing. So I think it's probably safe to assume that he's doing well. Well, doing better. better. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So hope, hopefully the good news continues. As we continue on. All right. I got a couple trivia questions for you, boys. Feed me. See how smart you really are. Feed the boy. The boy. Devontae Adams. Dog. Now has 15 career games with at least 100 yards and two touchdowns, as he did on Sunday. Him. Owen already already won the question. He's right. Dog. Top two, not two. Can you name – there's been six players to do it. Devontae Adams now on the list. Actually, sorry, five players. He's number five. He's Read five. that wrong. Got it. Top five, he is five. Top five with him being five. Exactly. Got it. Yes. <laughs> Four other players have also done this in the Super Bowl era. Can you name the other four to do this? And then just read it, just re-say this. What is what is what is what is this, Owen? You might yes. ask. Yes. What? There have been four other players who have at least had 15 games with at least a hundred receiving yards and two touch or at least two touchdown catches. So 15 games of a hundred plus yards. And multiple TD catches in a game, fifteen times at least. Devontae Adams. That almost sounds like his season. 
Like uh, it felt feels like he's putting this up. This is like Cooper. Yeah. I feel like he's having a Cooper Cup season, like secretly. Almost, yeah. The Raiders suck. Um. <laughs> so I mean, can we go? Well, four names. Owen is Owen up first. You can you can take it. Um, if sure, go ahead. I need to hear the question one more time. Okay. So on Sunday, Devontae Adams had his 15th game of 100-plus yards receiving and multiple TD catches. In a season? Four, no, career games. Career. This is career. Okay. 15 career games. Four other players have also done this in the Super Bowl era, Devontae Adams being the fifth. <clears throat> no. So five players, four other. 100, 150 yards, multiple touchdowns, 15 games career. Correct. Four unnamed players. Four unnamed I players. feel like one that's more obvious than others is Randy Moss. Randy Moss on the board, baby. Yep. Dog. Easy. I mean, should I say Jerry Rice? He played 20 years. You know? I don't know. Should you? This is I, a sneaky one where it's Rice tough. is the worry. You know what I mean? You know? But Moss is like the lock for this one. Because all Jerry's he had was like, big games. And then Jerry's yeah. like, he just had consistently like pretty decent stats every single game. I don't just don't know if he had many explosive games. But he oh, had all those shoot. years, so give me Jerry Rice. Jerry Rice. Shoot shot or I will. Yes, on the board. Yeah, boom, boom. Jerry Rice is one as well. Two down, two to go. Two names games. left. So those are the easy ones. Buck Fitty. Two tutty. Team. Uh, just 100 receiving yards, Jeremy, not 150. Just heads up there. Oh, I thought you said a buck 50. Okay, nope. okay. That changes the game, Seth. Oh. Hmm. Opens it up a little bit. Except that there's still only two other players that we haven't named yet. <laughs> only five people in history. Today. Yeah, but Owen, oh, one of them's Travis Kelsey. Right, Seth? Ooh. Uh, is that your guess? Yeah. Incorrect. Fuck. <laughs> probably, probably getting close. Um, he's got to be. He's got to be real close to that. I'd imagine. Huh. Decent career, explosive games. I keep my mind's taking me at, at receivers. I don't want to guess. Oh, and is your mind telling you no, but your body is telling you yes? My body's saying also no. <laughs> Got no up top and no from the bottom. Yes. Correct. Let me then. Super Bowl era. I guess we'll get hints later if we're far off. Can I go something like. Um... It feels wrong. Let me just say Andre Johnson. Andre Johnson. I like it. He had some big games. He had some big games, but not enough. Not quite not enough. enough. Your boy started out hot. Long career. He did. Yeah. Not quite. Two other names on this list. When you when you get it, you'll be like, well, duh. It it's gonna be a bit more obvious than you probably think. Got it. So I got I got names to my head. Uh, I'm going to shoot my shot with this guy first because he had a tear that led to a Super Bowl. Give me Larry Fitz. Larry Fitzgerald. Not on the board. Terrell, Terrell Owens. 
T.O. That's your guess, Owen? T.O. Well, no. man, if names didn't match, I don't know. T.O., yes. He's okay. one of them. Owen, that was going to be my next guess. All right. Isn't it wild? I got to make this comment first. Isn't it wild that Larry Fitzgerald is like clearly a Hall of Famer, but he's never on any of these type of lists ever? Talk about Mr. Consistent, though. Like the, the, yeah, the he Tim just, Brown yeah. effect, right? Yeah. yeah. So, okay. Owen goes T.O., I go Kelvin. Kelvin? Yeah. Not quite. I don't think he, I just don't think he played enough. I know Kelvin Ridley actually missed the whole year, so that was a stupid guess by me. <laughs> wow. Does Calvin yeah. Ridley have two, maybe, career? Um, yeah, he's just off the list. Close, though. He wasn't so, even a guess. You know, those are the, the three for stats, receiver stats. Those are kind of the three we, we guessed that you want to guess. Devontae being up in that category now is kind of insane. Um, so good for him. Uh, last one, let's just say Marvin Harrison and see what happens. Marvin Harrison, man, Owen nearly gets the sweep. Marvin Harrison, yep, Marvin Harrison. Owen, you want to know my next guest was going to be Tory Holt after you said Marvin because I was thinking those two. Yeah, I'm like, those guys fall into a lot of those things. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Marvin was just part of you know Peyton's big touchdown era, and he's hey, he's got seasons. a hell of a gene pool, clearly too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're gonna lead the, I mean, lead the league in history for just stats. Maybe, maybe the Colts draft Marvin, Marvin Harrison Jr. Screw the quarterback. Go get Derek Carr throw him touchdowns no, or what? This is the year you want to get the quarterback. So you get C.J. Stroud to throw passes to Marvin Harrison Jr. again. You know, keep that Ohio State connection. They'll figure it out. Oh, maybe they could learn from the Bengals, huh? Yeah, exactly. Good. All right, or next even, question. Or even better, maybe they could learn from the Eagles. MVP mm, to the Heisman. MVP nah, to the Heisman. No, nah, we're MVP nah, to the Bengals Heisman. are a much better. Um, MVP to the Heisman. <laughs> <laughs> two questions. I got two more questions for you. Bonus question tonight. These will be quicker. One yeah. answer only. This player, this player, first time in NFL history, boys. Boys. Well, since sacks were first registered, I should say, 1982. So the first time a player has at least seven sacks and three interceptions in a season. Oof. I need you to name me that player. There's only one? There's only one. This oh. guy, first one to do it this year. He did it on Sunday. You know what, Jeremy? That is Mr. You ready for it, Seth? You got it, huh? Oh, yeah. Oh, I watched right. it. And I was like, I, I feel like I've seen this guy do it multiple times. And uh, it's almost surprising that J.J. Watt didn't do it. You want to give Jeremy a shot? Yes. Maybe if Jeremy can take a shot. This year, the man did it this year's Jeremy. I know he's a little preoccupied, he's doing the okay, father business. Seth, give me the question one more time, real fast. <laughs> so, first time in NFL history since sacks were recorded, so 1982. First player 
ever to do this. Seven sacks in a season and three plus INTs. It's only happened once. This is the first time it's ever happened. This player did so, it. So, um, seven sacks, three picks in a am season. Am I the first guess? Well, Owen's very confident he has it. So I said, well, let's give Jeremy a shot. TJ Watt. TJ Watt. Oh, I'd love it to be TJ, but it's not. It does feel like a Watt Brother Award. It feels like a TJ Watt, or let me just throw my other one because you're so confident. Aiden Hutchinson falls into that too for some. Aiden reason. Hutchinson, he's, he's got to be their cousin, right? He is an yeah. honorable Watt, and which is exactly why he did do this on yep. Sunday. Yep. yep. Aiden Hutchinson. I've seen the play. I was going to say the the plays that came to my mind was uh, TJ Watt's two picks that I can remember, and then yeah. Aiden Hutchinson. I remember there was something that came from. He's, he's got to be defensive rookie of the year, correct? I think it's still going to be Sauce. Uh, if I had so? to guess, either Sauce or Woolen, but uh, he's got to be up in the votes. I mean, they might still prioritize the the pass rusher, but I feel like Sauce has still got to get it. Yeah, I think I think uh, Sauce will get it just off of like he's the name that came into the league and then just like played it too. Uh, yeah. Woolen definitely has had more of an impact. I feel like than Sauce. Oh, that's just me. I mean, numbers show that. But uh, Hutchinson should be your top one. three. Yeah, Hutchinson's a fair one because I mean, like he's doing historic things. Yeah, you know, and he he's part of what changed the whole defense. All right, this one might be a, just as easy, but we'll see. Last question, then we're out of here. Patrick Mahomes passed the five K mark on Sunday. He's shooting for, I believe it's Dan, Dan Marino for all time record. Anyways, this is the second time he's done it in his career. 5,000 passing yards in a season. Tying him with this quarterback for second all-time. Who was that? Who was that quarterback? I want you to go first. Do you know it? I do. I th- I was going to guess Peyton. Peyton? It's Jeremy. not Peyton. It's Drew Brees. It's neither. For wait, wait, what was the question? <laughs> Mahomes, he is over five thousand yards passing as of Sunday. The nope. second time he's done that in his career, so he has two seasons of at least five thousand yards passing. Tied him with this quarterback, who also has two seasons of five thousand passing yards. Who is that quarterback he's with? I'm looking at Drew Brees' stats. It's, if I, it's not Brees, it's the other guy in my head, but Owen, I'll let you go first. If I will, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to eliminate Brees right now. Brees has five. Brees five. is number one. Oh, oh my bad. Mm. I thought you were saying him or better. My bad. Oh, so sorry. No, no. tied for two. Yes. It's probably the other uh. person in my mind. Can I spit them out real fast? If you want. I'd, I, I'd have to It's Tom Brady, right? It. It's Tom. Yep. Okay. Yep. My bad. I thought you were going whoever's number one above this guy. Oh, you know, Brady's no, done sorry. it twice now. Brady's done it twice. Mahomes just has done it twice now. And Breeze has and, done uh, it like a whole career's worth. Yeah, he he five times he hit five thousand yards. Insane. But uh, good chance Mahomes might break that. I mean, with the way that the NFL is trending, he absolutely should. True. Very true. What is the what how how far behind is he? Mahomes. 
Uh, yeah, for Marino, three, I three don't seasons. know that for sure. Well, Marino's, are you saying 5,000 yard seasons on? No. Uh, Marino's record. For oh, a season. Yards record. Marino's, I think, is 5,400. Fifth, no, 5,084. That's all he has. Is that Marino? Really, is that real? Wow. 5,048 Mahomes has. Wait, wait. Wasn't Marino's 5,400, though? Like then, 5, it's, then it's not Then it's not Marino's record? Is that kind of what I'm seeing? Oh, I he thought has it 5, was 000, Marino's he, record. He has 5,084. 5, okay, so time out. Breeze has got 5,400. 5,476. 5, then that's Breeze's record, I think. Oh, it's Breeze. Shit. Breeze has a record for a season. 2011, Breeze went 13-3. He had 468 completions on 657 oh. attempts, 71 no. pl- completion percentage, and 5,476 yards. No, actually, number one is Peyton. <laughs> oh, he had that big yeah. year in Denver, duh. Yeah. The one 5, big 500? year. Oh, it is. 50, okay. 54.77. One yard over A yard. <laughs> one yard. Beating Drew So 13. So Jeez. Mahomes has to throw for 400 yards. On Sunday, pretty much. He ain't going to break it. 400 and some change is really what it is. Is he trying to... He'd have to... Yeah, he's, he's the, his season, if it ended today, would be the 13th best. Yep. But he could... Yeah, I mean, realistically, he could end up anywhere in the top 13. Boys, question for you. I had one more trivia that we can rapid fire if you want. It's relevant to what happened this weekend. Oh, Jesus. It's, uh, I'll give it to you. We can decide if we want to do it later. There is. Could be a good Thursday one. Seven receivers. And I mean, the only reason there's that many is because there's so many tied. But time out. I think I counted that one. one two. Now there's seven. The only reason why it would be easy is we've named basically all these names. Um, most seasons with a thousand plus receiving yards. Up to you guys. I I get why you're you're saying it's relevant because I'm feeling there's one guy on this list after yeah. Sunday. Um, I say we leave it for Thursday because that's a good Thursday question. Okay, let me. No just cheating, Owen. Question. No cheating. He's gonna I, cheat. I so, forget what it was. I got a question for you guys. The gimme is Mike Evans. He a Hall of Famer right now? Uh, borderline. I get so I, I would say probably. I mean, if you're gonna say Andre Johnson is, then like I'm gonna blow this question up. I'm gonna blow this question up because this is why I actually had this. Is Jimmy Smith, Tim Brown, and Larry Fitzgerald all Hall of Famers? Are they? Yes, they are. Because he's had a better career than all of them. What does he have that none of those guys have? I don't. That's a good question. Good question. Jameis Winston. <laughs> You're a Benson. <laughs> I would say, I think Mike Evans is a walking Hall of Famer right now. A walk-in Hall of Famer, or a walking Hall of Famer. Walk, walking Hall of Famer. There's two Hall of Famers in the box right now, boys. Man, and neither of them is Tom Brady. You know, it's, that's sick because you couldn't name up another one. The one thing is, it's so wild to see Mike Evans has got nine and Jerry Rice has got 14. And Mike Evans, you feel like, is kind of coming to the end of his career right now, you know? 
Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah, he's on the back end. Yeah. It's just wild. Jerry's, Jerry's stuff, stuff is so just uncanny. Yeah, what Jerry did, uh, that's why he's the GOAT. The OG GOAT. So. OG GOAT. All right. I think it's time we uh, we end this charade and send everybody off for the night. But we'll be back on Thursday with some updates on what's happening after today. So hopefully it's good news as we as we get into the week. But we'll see. Um, but yeah, otherwise Thursday, a little line is right. The final regular season edition of the line is right. Are you ready, Owen? Oh, we're ready. We'll have the tallies. We'll get a final record. Oh, baby. Oof. Excited. All right. But until then, adios. 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 Adios.